0: There is a common analogy in Torah thought comparing our relationship with Hashem to a marriage. This analogy works two ways. It first of all says that our bond with Hashem is so tight, so close, so tender, so intimate that it evokes The closest of all human bonds, that between a husband and a wife. And likewise, the other way, this analogy says that the bond between man and woman is so special, so sacred, that it can be compared and equated with our relationship to the divine. Now this equation between marriage and our bonds with the divine can be expressed in the negative as well. When we are disloyal to Hashem, when we put our interest above His, that is a betrayal which is akin to infidelity. When a spouse turns their back and betrays their part. This comparison between Avera, Olson's, and adultery is articulated most powerfully regarding specifically avodazara, idolatry. When we worship another god, when we submit ourselves to another master to replace our husband Hashem, as Rashi and Shiram explained, citing the Medrash, a Medrash which studies the tuluchos, the five respective commandments which are on each of the two luchos and it pairs them one by one. The first commandment in the first luach parallels the first commandment in the second luach. The second com- commandment to the second commandment and so forth. While the second commandment in the first luch is lo thou shalt not commit idolatry. The second commandment in the second luach is lo Thou shalt not commit adultery. Says Rashi, this is because idolatry and adultery are one of the same. Because when one submits themselves to another god, another husband of sorts in place of Hashem, this is the way of the wayward woman who cheats on her husband. Well, this powerful, visceral imagery comparing Avodah Zarah to adultery, to infidelity, figures prominently in our Parsha. At the end of our Parsha, the Jewish people are led astray by the Benos Moav, the daughters of Moav, to sin with them. And along with committing immoral acts with these women, the Jewish people worship the Moavim's god, Baal Pa'ar, the god of defecation, the god who was worshipped by physically debasing themselves that here we have two sins committed in unison, immorality and avodazara. And it is not a tenuous link. These women lead us astray and use the power of their allure to also divert us to another sin, no connection in Torah is coincidental. It just circumstantially happens. But rather, this linkage between immorality and idolatry is fully intended. It is telling us that just as in their physical immorality committed with these women... The Jewish people showed a cheapening of all relationship, that the sacred, ethereal relationship between husband and wife, a bond which traverses all aspects of the human condition, physical, emotional, spiritual, a relationship which must be all-encompassing, had been cheapened, had been made skin-deep. Well, in this cheapening of relationship, with it, the most... Divine of all relationships, the relationship with Hashem itself had become cheap. We were able to turn our back on Hashem and worship another God. This analogy between the two sins in our story, the immorality with Benozmov on one hand, and the worship of their God Balpar on the other hand, can be heard, felt, sensed. When we read the text carefully in our parasha, when it describes their worship of Balpar, it says in Parakhafe, Pasakimol, Vaitzamei Yisrael leBalpar. The Jewish people became paired with Balpar, and then it reiterates that same term in Pasake, Hanitzmadim leBalpar. Those who became paired with Balpar, and then once again in Tehillim, Kapitel Kofav, some samdule balpar. The Jewish people became paired with balpar. Again and again throughout Tanakh, the worship of balpar in our story is described as a tsemed, a becoming paired with. Now that would seem to be a strange phrase, an unexpected phrase to describe ritualistic idolatry. You become paired with the God. But now we understand so clearly what this Lashon HaPasach is coming to capture. Indeed, there is a pairing with a foreign god. There is a becoming coupled with a foreign god. Displacing the coupling, the intimacy which should be between us and our suitor Hashem. Now this would be true of any idolatry. But in particular, this idolatry of Baal-Pahar, which came along with physical immorality as we were led astray by the Pno Smolov. And I would suggest an even deeper dimension. There is an even deeper symbolism in this story to the theme that idolatry in general, but specifically this idolatry, symbolizes... Adultery on the divine plane, assuming another, when we assume another suitor. Because let's think about the worship of Balpar. It was worship through ritual defecation. They would relieve themselves. Now that's weird. That's strange. To show reverence and veneration to a god in the most disgraceful way? What were they thinking? What was the idea of this worship? There must be a meaning to it. The ancients who worshipped Balpar were not stupid. Well, the truth is, the term pe'ar means opening. They would open up and bear out the innards of their body when they would excrete in this fashion. Notice that the term pe'ar does not describe The excrement itself. But pa'ar, opening, bearing, describes the act of letting it all out. Pa'ar was the wanton debasing of the person. It was worshipping, submitting oneself... To this greater urge within a human being. To become hacker. To become totally debased. To lose all dignity. And there is a deep urge in a person. To do that. It was formalized in the worship of balpaar Literally meaning Lord of bearing oneself out. Well the power of this imagery. Physical debasement of oneself is so powerful in the greater context of the story we were led astray by the Benosmoev to become creatures of deviancy of the flesh people who lose all dignity and certainly sensitivity to relationship making relationship hollow of all emotional connection Make. Rendering it a physical act, debasing our partners and thereby debasing ourselves. Well, that dovetails with Balpaar, the formalizing of physical debasement. Balpaar is the colossal expression of. Rendering hollow and null all sensitivity, all soul within a person and all soul within a relationship. To think that one can worship a god this way is the utter rejection of any concept of relationship. That a god, some metaphysical being, can be worshipped. By utter crude physicality to an extreme as represented by this ritual defecation? Well, that is exactly what's playing out in the sister sin. When they committed immorality with immoral deeds with the binosmoah. And they snuffed out all soul from the relationship between man and woman. In fact, I would suggest that the term pitr pay Aleph vav Raish. When you rearrange the letters, shares the Shorash para pays Ra vav ein. Which means to strip, to expose oneself as an immoral context. We find the term in the Parsha of the Sota, Ufara Rosha Isha. Her hair is laid bare to represent her sin of nakedness. Inappropriately exposing one's physical body. That here we have Adultery and idolatry dovetailed in a very dramatic way. Both through sins of debasement of the flesh. To point to one underlying principle. Be it in our relationship to Hashem. Be it in our relationship to other human beings. And most of all to spouses. Relationship must be sensitive. Physical acts become precious, become valuable when they possess a soul, when they possess sensitivity. But when they are rendered just to be acts of the flesh, they become cheapened and ultimately they become unsatisfying and insignificant. One can take even the quest for spirituality, worship of a god, and make it ritualistic debasement of the flesh. How easy to snuff out the soul from relationship. And we must be oh so sensitive to maintain that sense of meaning, that sense of purpose, that sense of love and true commitment within all relationships which we have.